0: Greetings, podcast listeners, and welcome to another edition of PwC Connections, the podcast. We're back in the bucket. It's still early 2022. I can't believe it's already 2022. Joining me will be my co-host, Miss Courtney Lucas. What's going on, Courtney?
1: Hi, Lamont. How are you?
0: I'm doing well.
1: I'm excited for today's episode. Really? Yeah,
0: Yeah. That's great. I love it when there's some excitement in the building and it is late january uh we are dealing with some cold winter a cold winter cold snap we've had a little bit of snow and then the snow goes away and then they say the snow is coming back so that can uh take a toll on your services on some of the stuff that's happening uh at your home and we were fortunate enough to get one of our uh, conservation specialists this guy believe it or not he holds the title we need to get him a crown (laughs) He has been our most frequented (laughs) guest on the podcast, and we are appreciative of that and grateful to have him again. None other than Mr. Chad Groves. What's up, Chad? What's going on? man? Chad. You you like one of the co-hosts. You've been on here so many times.
2: I I was just thinking,
1: why am I sitting here? Chad can do this by himself. (laughs)
0: Legend. You you really are, man. You do a great job with, uh, you know, all the little assignments we throw your way and you're very helpful. We're very appreciative of that. And I'm sure our customers or our audience is appreciative as well because you give off a lot of great information. And that's what we're here talking about. Uh, We're talking about the winter storm preparation and response. Uh, Hopefully we can give off some good information for our customers to get prepared before we get into it for those who may not be familiar with chad believe it or not and he has worked with us on uh the pwc connections television show our radio show at one of the local uh radio stations so again we we're quite familiar with chad but for those who may be new to the podcast or just to him as one of the uh great fayetteville hometown utility employees we're gonna chad have you go over your title uh how long you've been with pwc and if you you could kind of break down what what does a day to day look like for you?
2: Okay, um, Chad Gross. I've been in PwC going on twenty years in October this October twenty years. Wow! I have worked in several different areas such as customer service, field services, um, customer programs. I supervised. Um, yeah, I've been well rounded right. throughout the company. Um, my role right now is conservation specialist. Uh, we deal with a lot of the customers nobody really want to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Is <laughs> that really a thing? We it always want to deal with the customers. It though. is. Oh it is. It is. Um, yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm that guy. Uh, okay. that tries to handle all those type of things.
1: It's not the customers that we don't want to deal with. It's the hard cases yeah, that yeah, require yeah. a lot of brain power. Perfect. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. Right.
0: expertise. To correct me. <laughs> you're like a Swiss army knife. You know, whatever is needed. Swiss beats. They can pull it out. They need a pair of scissors, a screwdriver, <laughs> right. a knife. Right. You're that guy. Yeah. I try to. It's preparing you for the future, man. You know you're going to run this place one day. I'm good with that. Atlanta's <laughs> doing a good job. Keep it like that. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, recent weather. Uh, like, like it looks right now it's right. uh i don't know it's kind of like a staticky feel but then we're saying that we're going to get some snow and last weekend was kind of similar conditions uh it, it didn't look like we were going to get some snow but we got a couple of inches uh and we were trying to get customers to be prepared with their the things at home is especially stuff like plumbing yeah you and i we were talking a little bit about plumbing before we went on air <laughs> absolutely what are some things, uh, you know, customers can do to kind of winterize their plumbing, so to speak?
2: Uh, the main thing we run across a lot of times this time of year is the backflows um, are not winterized. You know, just taking a, a simple thing like a little noodle and just wrapping it up, you know, duct taping it, zip tie it, things of that nature would help it tremendously. Just because, I mean, if it's g- going in there with nothing on it, I mean, when it gets 10 degrees at nighttime and 45 to 50 degrees. In the afternoon, right? Um, that's usually, you know, water finds its weakest link.
1: And when you say a noodle, you mean just one of those cheap, colorful yes. pool noodle, pool noodles that you can get for like a dollar fifty. Yep. In the summertime.
2: Matter of fact, I just did my. I have a well. I'm on a well pump for my irrigation. I just did it, and it seems that we work well. I think it cost me a dollar to do my well and my little faucet deal.
1: Inexpensive, mm. so, yes, and efficient, yes, very.
2: Good and things. also, you—I know, mean—you can buy a little spray foam if you have, the, you know, the little capsule with the backflow. You can just spray spray foam around it. Also,
0: when it comes to stuff like protecting your pipes or you know keeping the the water lines insulated, what how how can uh what's the easy fix for that?
2: Well, the same thing can uh, follow. Like if you got a, your hot water heater in your garage, um, highly recommend doing the same thing. Just take the noodles and. You know, put them over the water lines going in and out of your uh, water heater. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's exposed to the garage. Of course, it gets cold. It's basically like, it is, like it's outside. I mean, yes, it's insulated, especially if it doesn't have the blanket. You know, you can buy those blankets also.
1: I actually have a funny story. Chad has been to my house. I have. And, um, right, he noticed, this. <laughs> he noticed, and he was doing his conservation thing, and he noticed that my water heater is in my garage. Yes. And he mentioned it to me then Mm -hmm. that I should probably go ahead and start thinking about insulating that water heater and just wrapping a simple blanket around it. I don't have to go to Home Depot or Lowe's to buy a fancy, uh expensive, you know, water heater blanket. I can use a old blanket that is in a closet somewhere and it'll do the same thing. Right. So thank you to Chad for helping me out so so many years ago and try. Um to get my house ready for the winter.
0: Uh oh. Well we can take it a step step simpler how important is it to just know where your home water controls are
2: uh, extremely i wish everybody did <laughs> you know when we come out and basically when we get alert from the water meter that's one of the first things i ask the homeowner you know if we we see something going on at the meter i'll you know go to the door and ask you know you got something going on you got a toilet going running or anything of that nature and they'll be like no we don't have anything going on so my next question is do you have a main shutoff outside your house um normally we get the i don't look. i don't know right yeah. A blank look. And I'm like, okay. So usually what I'll do, I go to the water meter, kind of look and see what the path is going towards the house. Usually, typically there's a outside faucet. Mm-hmm. So usually right behind that faucet inside the house, usually a closet in your shut off house usually down by the floor in that closet. Seems to work, but you got a lot of these houses in Haymont, older houses don't have them. Mm. So, you know, all the time when I run out and talk to customers and things like that, we also mention, you know, if you're going to get just say they had a busted water line, period, and you got a plumber coming. I definitely recommend installing one because, I mean, that case, you can cut it off when you're not there. If you're going on vacation, shut it off.
1: That's what I do. Um, my shutoff valve is in uh, my coat closet yep. in a hallway. Yep. And um, if I'm going to go out of town for the weekend or something like that, I'll I'll just, in, just out of habit now, I just turn it off. It can't hurt.
2: Right. Well, the way I look at that is you'd rather it damage your lawn In your house. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I mean, you you may come back three or four days later, your whole house is flooded. Mm -hmm. I mean, a toilet, a supply line can come off a toilet and just flood your house and cause thousand thousand dollars worth of
0: damage. Mm. Let me chase that rabbit. So we do something here, leak notifications to try to avoid that. Talk a little bit about leak notifications and. Give me some of the feedback from customers.
2: Okay. Uh, daily, we run reports from our smart meters. Uh, it basically lets us know if a customer has 24 hours of continuous usage. Uh, we get alert. Um, then we actually look at it and see what kind of volume it falls under. we got three different methods of how we contact the customers. Actually, two, I'm sorry. Um, if it's from zero to 999 gallons, we'll send you a robo call as you got a good phone number on your account Mm -hmm. um anything above that we roll a truck mirror harry my counterpart we'll go out and see what's going on um usually we go out it's usually um running toilets uh people leave hoses on springtime uh leaky faucets this time of year a lot of people are leaving their faucets on because it's getting so cold yeah and it's populating on the report Mm -hmm. um And usually, I mean, we get good feedback from the customers. You know, I had one last week where a guy had a pool house behind his house. So I knocked on the door. Guy was like, no, I don't have anything going on. I was like, I saw he had a backflow device like up in his yard, but he didn't have a uh, meter for the sprinkler system. So I was like, first thing I thought, I was like, okay, he's got a sprinkler system tied into his domestic meter. Which is kind of a no-no, anyway. It just depends on kind of how old the house was, and whatnot. So I was like, okay, he's probably got something going on with his irrigation system. So I started looking around the yard. Um, he had a gate. I was like, hey, you might go back and look in the gate. And he's like, no, he said I got a pool house back here. Let's check it. Sure enough, we went to the pool house. The Pipe under the sink it had
0: ruptured. Yep, ten thousand gallons of water.
1: Yikes!
2: Yes.
0: And again, with this notification, this isn't something a customer needs to sign up for. You guys are just checking no, the report.
2: No, I'm sorry. I should have kind of went. went no, you more. did. I was just yeah. wanted
0: to reemphasize that. Yeah. And I mean,
2: and it's not a perfect world. Uh, there are some that, you know, we have some kind of communication issues sometimes. It just depends on what part of town you live in. So, you know, you may have some customers that call in and say, well, okay, I didn't get one or things like that. Nature. Or they may not have, you know, recognized the call and It went to the voicemail. Mm. So we've had customers like that before where they've got several robocalls and ignored it. Then it it come up on our list which is kind of bad we call it the urgent list and uh we go out you know and of course they're a little upset but at the end of the day they're kind of you know thankful that we did you kind of notified them
1: and so this goes back to our advanced meters and the fact that we're able to see the water usage in somebody's home right in theory water shouldn't be used 24 hours a day yeah um Power, yes. Water, no. Yeah. So the report picks up the fact that water has been running for 24 hours. Yes. It triggers the alarm on our end, right. and that's how we notify customers. Right.
2: And I mean, you'd be surprised how many customers we have, you know, that don't realize what a leaking toilet would cause. Um, and that's one of the main things we do. <clears throat> we look at the uh, interval inter- inter- readings, and I'm like, okay, did you have something going on at three or four o'clock in the morning? Uh, you know, we see some cases where it ran from 12 in the morning till five.
1: Yeah, no, that shouldn't, that shouldn't, technically that shouldn't happen.
2: Prime example.
1: Um, and so toilets, speaking of toilets, those are, um, one of the biggest causes of leaks in homes. And I know when I go out into the community and talk to customers, they often say, well, I don't hear anything. Okay. That's fine. Right. You don't always hear a running toilet. Sometimes it's silent. So how do you find those leaks?
2: Um, typically what i do, like if we got a case where it's escalated and we go out, we'll do, we'll take some dye tabs that PwC gives away. They're free. Uh, we test the toilets. Usually that just tests the flapper itself. If the field valve is not working like it's supposed to be, it won't, you know, alert you anyway. So what I do when I go out and do my walkthroughs, I'll go each toilet, turn it off at the valve at the house, go to the meter. Nine times out of ten, that tells on you, you know. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, some houses have multiple toilets that are running. And like you said, you don't always hear. Mm -hmm. I had one several weeks ago that, I mean, I I stuck my ear off, couldn't hear anything. And I was like, it's got to be this one. So I cut all the other ones off, still raking.
1: And so, for customers who don't have PwC dye tablets, although, like you said, they are Mm -hmm. free, so you can give us a call at 910-223-4009, and we'll send those to you. Um, But just food coloring. Yes. You can put that in the tank of your toilet, and don't flush. Let it sit for a few minutes. And if the toilet color changes, the bowl color changes, um, you have a leak.
2: I had a lady the other day said she actually put Coca-Cola in the back. I was like, hmm. Okay. Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever yeah. works
1: for you. If you see the color change, there is a problem. Yes,
2: ma'am. Flapper. And usually, you know, like I said, the ones that come up on a report, I would say at least probably 65, 75% of them are toilets normally.
1: Now, you've mentioned the flapper and a fill valve. Mm-hmm. We have something here that we call the three Fs. Can you go over that?
2: The flapper, the fill valve, and no, Harry said the float. The float. Yes. So, what's that? The float actually—that's um, where you can set the level of the water in the tank. Um, a lot of the new toilets are kind of—it's kind of funky. I don't really love them, mm-hmm. um, just because they got a little adjustment on there, and it very easily can be sh- um, stripped out. Okay. And if the water level is not down at least, I would say maybe an inch, it'll fly, it'll drip over the top of the little little uh, what do you call that thing? I guess like a little drain mm-hmm. tube, somewhat. not a plumber but i try to be sometimes (laughs) you you play one on tv (laughs) yes that's what i was looking for but uh i mean usually if it's not the flapper nine times out of ten it's a field valve and the water needs to be adjusted and sometimes they'll go out there and get in a hurry and it'll be right on the edge which means usually when you flush the toilet the water would just trickle over which would cause it to continuously run and like i said when usually when we find out we just shut the valve off at the toilet go to the meter it stopped you know, customer can go to Lowe's, Home Depot, pick up the whole kit for like 15 bucks.
1: And we have videos on our YouTube channel um, that explains this process. We have brochures yep. on our website and tips that um, explain the process as well. So, you definitely can, as a customer, take control and um, fix any leaky toilets you may have. Yeah, yourself some money. I
2: always refer them to you too. I mean, that's a big, it's a visual it, I it, can it, talk it, till I'm blue in the face, but when you see it, it kind of all makes sense.
0: In, a, in addition to the resources that you're sharing here and our website, also have a good plumber, a good local plumber yes. uh, that you trust that can kind of help you with some of those needs at home. Uh, in addition to like watering stuff, what about like inside comfort, your HVAC, tips for that? You, you specialize, of course, in yeah. conservation. What are some things as things are getting cold, customers should be mindful of?
2: Um, right now, I highly recommend, like if you're adjusting in temperature on your thermostat, try not to go no more than two
0: degrees at a time.
2: I mean, cause nine times out of 10 this area,
0: you're heating with a heat pump. Now there's a science to that break. What's the science? Why two degrees? Why not?
2: Cause if you go to the next degree,
0: your heat strips are going to come on, which okay. is
2: just like, I guess, plugging in. Just say if you went to your stove and turn it off. I mean, somebody, I've had houses, I go in and people, got their stoves turned off. Like back in the day when we had to not so smart meters <laughs> they had a little dial on it and you could see i mean you could just we do like a breaker test of what we do when go, go do walkthroughs so the breaker test would actually you know tell you as far as what's pulling the most power so i had a military couple one time and um they had an issue with their water heater and their hvac system it's probably the worst one i've ever seen though because I, I shut everything off Click the water heater on. It was, meter was just spinning really crazy. So I cut it back off, cut H back on, did the same thing. I'm like, you got issues both places. So bless their heart. <laughs> They've already paid two $700 bills. So I was like, right. guys, when you, you know, call a professional, come out, and look. And They're like, well, we're hoping it was something you, on your guys' side. No. I was like, no, I'm sorry. So
1: heat pumps, or excuse me, um, heat strips, emergency heat, that costs uh, significantly more yes. to operate. So Absolutely. you want to avoid that. Yes. Um, doing that by only going up two degrees at a time.
2: Yes. Uh, especially with the heat pumps. The heat pumps, it'll definitely kick, you know, auxiliary heat. And I mean, when it gets cold, like it is going to be in, probably this weekend. Right, go ahead it's probably going a choice, probably gonna come on sometimes.
1: Well, uh, and that's what I'm sorry, Lamont. That's one thing that I was always told um, by other conservation yeah. specialists if it gets below freezing, right? Your heat strips are going to come on regardless. So, if you think back to 2018 when we had that really long cold strip, mm-hmm. uh, cold snap. That's what happened. Right, um, we were under freezing for I think it was 200 straight hours or something. Right, and so everybody was on emergency heat and bills were very very high. Absolutely, you can't really um, avoid it with no. heat pumps.
2: No, I mean just try to cover up, try to keep yourself comfortable. You yeah, know. fuzzy socks. Grab a, grab a blanket. You dress know. warm indoors. Right. right. Yeah. Lay, layer Absolutely. up. Make yeah. sure you don't have any leaks and things around your doors. I mean, you're just basically heating the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Talk about that How weather nice weather you.
0: your windows and doors.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um probably two years ago I had a uh, a bar, a local bar here in town. I'm not gonna say any names or anything, but uh they were complaining about their bill. Okay. We go out and do just kind of a walkthrough to kind of look around, see what's going on. Okay, these guys when they're open, they have their doors wide open. You're heating outside. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the summertime. They mm-hmm. were on gas. But their bills were higher in the summertime because Daisy was running the whole time. Mm. And you got doors wide open. Well, they wanted running. to be
1: welcoming. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: Hey, comfort costs, you know, <laughs> comfort costs. That's so true. Yes. So? You know, uh, the customer's in control, more or less.
0: So those are some great tips So gradually uh, increasing your thermostat, dressing warm while you're indoors, weatherproofing your windows, doors, stay away from drafts. Yeah. Try to get away those get away from those drafts
2: and be mindful of time of use rates too. You know.
0: talk about that. So we're in winter uh, peak time right now, time of use rates. So the time that you want to avoid is that 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's when it's the peak hours, the four hours of the day when rates are 35 percent higher. Yeah. So you still got twenty hours of the day that are off peak. Uh, weekends are off peak. PwC recognized holidays are off peak. Uh, we have resources on our website to kind of help customers with their usage and how they can, you know, beat the peak, so to speak, and you know, match up some of their routines and habits to go along with off peak times to kind of help save. So you're right. Yeah, absolutely. I
2: mean, uh, spend some money on smart thermostat you know you could crank it down in there in that time frame
1: spend some money but save some money because pwc has Rebates. incentive programs yeah. so it's PwC like it's an investment money. exactly it's an investment to
2: me i always tell customers like it's the best bang for the buck i mean you probably come every you probably get them now for 200 bucks i think when they first come out they're like 275 299. Mm-hmm. i have two in my house i mean i got a teenage guy that lives in the bonus <laughs> a teenage room guy guy that guy his son yes yes, <laughs> yes. son good point but uh it's just convenient to be able to turn the unit on and off and say we go somewhere and i'm like he's not going to be home so why am i heating that area yeah it's not you know what i mean it's just just throwing money out the window
1: so definitely check out our incentives page because we have all kinds of incentives including things for hvacs and toilets and pretty much everything we've talked about today
0: yep so chad you got any closing advice you would give a customer to uh, help them be as prepared as possible with some snow flurry, supposedly, in the forecast. Uh, you, you've already given a lot of great advice, so I'm not, I'm not asking you to repeat it, but just to, if you would close one thing off, here's one thing you definitely should hold on. If you didn't listen to anything else Chad said, what do you got?
2: I would say just kind of go around and check your house. You know, uh, look under if you're on the crawl space, kind of just, you know, look and make sure anything's different. Um, and do hose pipes. A lot of people have host pipes on. They'll bust this time of year. I mean, you may mm-hmm. not find it till Monday morning, mm-hmm. or until we get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, just things like that. Just go around and check your house out. You know, just make sure you got everything pretty much lined up. You know, being prepared for this.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The one
1: thing I want to circle back to is um, the plumber knowing a good plumber. We do have a list of licensed yes. local plumbers on our website, um faypwc.com. We can't tell you who to go with, right. but we do provide that list to make it a little easier for you when you're looking for someone to um, come out and help you.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Spend your money local.
0: Do a search if you really want to find that list just say faypwc plumbers list. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of PwC Connections. Our audience, thank you for listening. Chad, thank you for being our guest. Courtney, thank you for being my co-host.
1: I'm happy to be sitting next to you.
0: Oh, we got Is that an emergency? Oh, man.
1: That is an emergency alert. So that's a good segue. Yes. Um, <laughs> the weather is supposed to be a little, you know. Yeah. Harry, this this Basically. weekend. Um, so make sure you follow us on social media and um, keep an eye on our website and sign up for outage notifications. They're free. Uh, if you do experience a power outage, we'll send you a text or an email um, as it happens. And then another one when the power is restored, it's totally free. It keeps you in the loop. Um, and yeah, go ahead and do that.
0: Please continue to listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever platform we will be there. PwC Connections, the podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Again, as Courtney mentioned, follow our social media, go to our website for more resources. Go to our YouTube so you can see Chad's great face. He's got so many videos up <laughs> there. He
1: is probably we the need most to create his own playlist. It's, it's over now, guys. Also. You don't
0: have to pump me up. Um, just, yeah,
1: no, you'll you be back in here in so.
0: a few months to talk about something else, man. Thanks Uh-oh. again. Thank you guys. And thank you guys for listening. We will be back in two weeks. It'll be February. We're out.